Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is a brand new season. It's me, Cyrus Rogers. As always, I'm with the Post Up partner in, in, in chief, preseason K Kaunda Chama. How are you doing, K? I'm glad we're back, Cyrus. I'm glad we're back. Well, we haven't really been gone because we've been together watching the WNBA. But uh, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back, man. Good to be back on these NBA streets. It's a fantastic thing when you know that the NBA is always here to to wrap you in its arms like a warm hug. And um, <laughs> I think that as we approach closer to, to the beginning of the season, you know, we keep thinking about, well, what's going to happen? So in this particular conversation, we're going to be talking about all things leading up to uh, the beginning of, of the NBA season. That's the 18th of October, which would be the 19th of October for us here in Africa. Um, uh-huh. The thing, Kay, is that I think... Let's Let's, let's let's break this down in terms of um, you know how we'll sort of go through things in this particular part. I think let's we'll start with an Eastern Conference look ahead, where we look at at, at the no longer the Eastern Conference but the Eastern Conference, and give everybody a sense as to where we think things will be as the season progresses. So the teams who will be in the playoff places, that's the top six teams the teams that will be in the play in places that will be teams seven to ten and then obviously the lottery mm-hmm. teams which will be teams 11 to 15 in the conference does that sound good to you sounds perfect Cyrus. let's get into it okay before we do that let's give everybody our social media handles at post up podcast on twitter at post up zone on instagram at post up zone on facebook and uh, yeah this is just where everything about post up lives um we're going to get straight into it counter chama um, I have some questions for you around, firstly, do you think that how um, the trades have progressed and the movements in the conferences, do you think that will change the landscape of the NBA? Even people like on the Brooklyn Nets uh, sticking around as opposed to leaving. Yes, Iris, I, th- I think a, a few things will be impacted. Uh, a key Western Conference player uh, has come to the East. Uh, and you know that, that that always changes things. And uh, yeah. Uh, that being Donovan Mitchell, yeah, that being Donovan Mitchell going to the Cleveland Cavaliers, that should have an impact. And I know we're talking about the Eastern Conference on this particular one, but in the West, a Rudy Gobert joining the Timberwolves, mm. that, that 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 positively impacts the the Timberwolves front court. So Cyrus, yeah. um, I mean, if you look at some of the moves that took place, I mean, those are just two that I'm highlighting. It, it changes. Like Brooklyn Nets sticking around. Um, mm. is definitely going to have a positive impact because we we keep looking at um, just the, the likes of Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie. Obviously, those are the two megastars, right? But we, we yeah. forget that uh, Ben Simmons might be coming back and he might have, you know, something to offer. We, we forget that yeah. Seth Curry, I like to call him Steph Curry Light, he's still there. Paddy so Mills is still there. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, who, who's their yeah, shooter? They brought in... Gary they, Harris? No, 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 Gary Joe Harris. Harris. Joe, uh, Joe Harris, Harris yes. should be back. They, so, they so, in some really interesting players. So, Cyrus, they, some moves that were made and other moves that were not made will, will definitely uh, impact, uh, you know, the, the, the NBA. And the season, I think, it, it's going to be full of surprises. I mean, the Boston Celtics, yeah. obviously, they're handling their little bit of drama. I call it little because it's off court rather than on court. Um, it's major drama. Just it's, it's, not it's necessarily gonna, the on court. Not on court, but that's obviously going to impact them, especially with the performance they had last season. Mm. Uh, yeah, Cyrus, we, we got so much to look forward to. We, so, we're going to be having 
so much fun this season. I mean, we know it. In fact, the pots are ready. We're we're ready to grill. The flames are, are at the right temperature. It's going to be a, a red hot season. Um, I want to do it this way. Let's let's look at our playoff teams, right? In fact, let's start okay. with the teams we think will definitely be in the playoffs. Um, and, right. and I think those in particular will be really interesting. So why don't you give me your list of one to six, the teams that you think will be there? Obviously not in any specific order. You're not saying this team will be the number one seed or that team will, will be the number four seed. But who do you think is going to make the playoffs? Because I think we'll have a general consensus on some of them. But there's, mm-hmm. you know, you and I, we differ on, on, on things now and again. So who's yeah, in yeah. your top six? So top six, uh, in no particular order, but in an order. Uh, Brooklyn Uh Nets, (laughs) number one. Uh Miami Heat, number two. Milwaukee Bucks, number three. Philadelphia 76ers, number four. Boston Celtics, number five. And Chicago Bulls, number six, Tyrus. So you're saying those are your six teams that that will be Those are my six teams. I'm not saying they'll be there in that order, but... These guys will get those six playoff places. I say top six. That's my top six. Yeah. I mean, look, and, and I like that because I think we've got a lot of, of, of teams that are pretty much, we're, we're expecting them to be the same. Um, I think the Bucks are definitely going to be there. The 76ers, mm-hmm. the, the Heat, the Celtics, uh, those, those four teams specifically. The Nets, definitely. Um, I think the one thing that that we we haven't mentioned yet in the whole Nets saga, apart from Kyrie and KD coming back, is that Kyrie will be playing this season. He'll be playing mm-hmm. the majority of the games that he's available yeah. for because, you know, it might not be COVID reasons that he's not around. It might be that, you know, he got sunburned on the flat earth. But um, the Nets <laughs> will be there. But I do think that we're going to have one key difference here. You have the Chicago Bulls being a playoff team. I'm not so sure about that with some of the injuries that they have. And I think that the trade you mentioned, the Donovan Mitchell trade, has me seeing the Cavaliers as being a playoff team. Um, I look at at the Cavs being one of the top six teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, It's really tough because some of the teams that that haven't made it in our listings Mm -hmm. are insane. I mean, like the Raptors, why shouldn't they make the playoff spaces? Um, Or um, the the, the Hawks, you know, who've also made some moves. But I think that, you know, when you look at those teams, and maybe this is the point of departure here where we have to look at it in terms of, you think the Bulls will be there. I think the Cavs will be there. Um, Let's talk about that. Why do you think the Bulls will be better than the Cavaliers? Uh, I, I just, uh, Cyrus. I mean, if you if you if you look at that team, uh, it's a very young team. I, I, I mean, I know they're gonna uh, be without Lonzo Ball for a while, uh, who who is mm-hmm. a great guard for them. But but I, but I still think that the, the leadership quality of um, Juan Demar Derozan for me, uh, it, it, it can't be understated, Cyrus. Um, I, I think they they did a lot last season for a young team. They still have uh, Alex Caruso, who I think uh, he, he is a great player. Alex Caruso on both ends, defensively uh, more so. I, I, I like that young guy. I think he's definitely uh, a great. He's always been a great piece for them. I don't know why LA let him go. Then you got Kobe White, who who might come into his own. Uh, Derek Jones Jr., you know, he's a high flyer. Zach Levine, did I forget Zach Levine? I just remember Zach Levine because I'm mentioning Derek uh, Jones, who's a high flyer. Zach Levine, also a high flyer. Not 
not as high flyer as he has flown in uh, years past, <laughs> but, you know, but, but, you know, he, he, he's still there. So Demar DeRozan, yeah. if you look at them acquiring Goran Dragic um, mm. from, from the Brooklyn Nets, that's a nice piece. Nikola Vucevic, you and I know he's seen better days. He's not the most mobile big man. But, but look, Cyrus, this team is nice. Yeah, look, it's a good team. I mean, and they played some good basketball last season. Uh, Ayo Donsu, who is there. You know, so yeah. I, 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 I think they're young. And, and, and I think if we look at it honestly, Cyrus, they, they've got a, a certain element of depth in them. They're not, they're, they're, that's why I think I gave them uh, more of a chance or, or a higher seeding than uh, mm-hmm. your Cleveland Cavaliers, because I'll call them yeah. your Cleveland Cavaliers, because that's your team in this, particular in this discussion. <laughs> in this discussion. So um, the Cavaliers have got a great starting five. You know, yeah. and and I, and I think maybe we might be clouding our judgment in the fact that they have a great a great starting five, which I give to them. I mean, the the addition of of, of Donovan Mitchell is incredible. You know, mm-hmm. him in the backcourt uh, um, alongside Darius Garland, Cyrus. Yeah, you know, I, I think mean, it's going to be a great one-two punch. I, I think it's it's what we expected from Sexyland with Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, but it just never came to be because of challenges, obviously, on Colin Sexton's side. But now you've got a bona fide all-star coming in to to yeah. join Darius Garland, and that, that's why I see where you're coming from. But do we really have depth at the Cavaliers? Yes, and, and this is let's I'll not make, forget I'll that. Uh, don't forget that your cousin. Kevin Love, yeah, Kevin he's Love. also not getting young. He's not, he's not getting any younger, but, Cyrus. But, but, but the thing is, Kevin Love, who, who's going to be more um, impactful? Kevin Love or Goran Dragic? Uh, it depends, Cyrus. One of them is, uh, is, 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 is a shooter. And and obviously mm-hmm. Kevin Love he 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 bangs bodies in the paint he's been doing that for years yeah, I just don't know a good three point shooter I, I don't I don't know what kind of mileage is put on that body now because Cyrus let's not forget this is a guy who won championships with with LeBron and Kyrie just, he's been in the league for a minute well he's won a championship he been but he's been he in the league around. for a while I mean I, I I was look I was watching media there and I looked at Kyrie's face and I was like. This guy doesn't look young anymore. You know, <laughs> these guys. I looked at, you know, I looked at Kyrie. I looked at LeBron. I looked at Kevin Love. I'm like, these guys are starting to look old. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. you know, with all due respect, I know Kevin Love is a heck of a player, Cyrus. But, but I just personally Calvin. feel that okay, he he, he will perform. Yes, talk to me. Yeah, here's here's where I come in here, right? In the sense that mm-hmm. I think that you got to look at this Cavs team holistically. They, okay. the, one of the reasons why, I mean, if we're looking from a standings perspective last season, the uh-huh. Cavaliers finished about two games back from uh, the uh, Chicago Bulls. But the, yes. the Cavaliers also went through a terrible injury period where they lost mm. the likes of of, um, of Jarrett Allen and then at some point Evan Mobley. And then you also had Darius Garland going down for a little bit. But they also lost uh, an, a critically important piece. And Ricky Rubio, who has come yes. back and he's working his way back to to fitness. So you're mm-hmm. then adding an all-star talent to that uh, that backcourt. And I think that uh, Darius Garland and um, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell together can be a really, really interesting scoring option, as well as being able to pass the ball to each other. They can play pick and rolls. They can, they don't, they can, they can shoot threes if they need to. They can really drive to the hole. They've got the ability to do just about anything. And the thing that 
Donovan Mitchell has been able to do in the past in, uh, in a setup like he had at Utah was work with great big men uh, who mm -hmm. are great shot blockers. You've got that in Jared Allen. Obviously, he's yep. not the same as Rudy Gobert, but he's he's very similar and I think would be a really good role threat in the pick and roll. But you then have Evan Mobley, who's going to be in his second season at the at the Cavs. He had a really impressive first season, his rookie season. And I think the expectation is that he'll just get a little bit better. He doesn't have to be an all-star next season in order for the Cavs to be good because this mm -hmm. team was already um, headed in that direction. So the, I, I look at him and I say, okay, fine. Look at the starting five. You've got Garland. You've got Mitchell, you probably have Mobley, you have uh, Jared Allen. The big question mm -hmm. comes in and who's going to play um, as, as your small forward. And the chances are it, they'll probably play somebody It's probably like, Kyrie Slavert, maybe. Yeah, I don't Kyrie know. Slavert. I know he's a guard. Maybe, maybe I know he's a guard, Isaac but he's a big guard. He's a big guard. As, so don't you so think Kyrie Slavert's got more experience than on a Coro, though? Yes, he has more experience, but Okoro really is more adept at playing a forward position rather than a forward position. position. Yeah. And Okoro gives you a little bit of defense as well. So Okoro at 6'5 is not a small guy. Karis Levert is 6'6. Mm -hmm. He can also give you some some opportunities in that position too, and and I yeah. think that this is where you start looking at where the Cavaliers are able to start pushing uh, when you look at their depth because Kevin Love doesn't even feature in that particular lineup that I've mentioned. So him coming off the bench is a really great option for this team. Ricky Rubio coming off the bench when he's he, he really needs to he needs to. Kevin Love and Ricky Rubio need to rest them old knees that are becoming almost as old as mine. <laughs> that's why, that's why, why they need the to come off the bench. That's why they're coming off the bench. You know, and you even have a Robin Lopez who's part of this setup at 33 Cyrus. years old. Cyrus, so, I, I, I think Robin Lopez will be fighting um, mascots more all the time. Don't, don't expect miracles but, there. But, this is but, not Brooke Lopez. You're, huh? you're, you're looking Brooke at Lopez. Robin Lopez and writing him off versus looking at somebody on, on the Bulls roster and saying, no, they'll be fine. Lopez will be able to to handle some minutes if given the opportunity to. He true, might not true. necessarily have to. And I think this is the, the key thing here is that you asked about depth. He definitely adds to that. So when mm -hmm. there are issues at the center position and they need some people to pick up some of the slack, you can call mm -hmm. on somebody like Robin Lopez. And they also have switchability in the, in the sense that they could play small and have Kevin Love play center at some point if need be. They could then switch Evan Mobley to play center versus power forward. You know, there's, there's an ability for them to, to interchange in the positions. And that's why I've gone with Cleveland, mainly because I think that their, their backcourt will be, uh, you know, pretty healthy, pretty good at scoring. Yeah. Maybe it's not as, as good as, as, as DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. Um, mm -hmm. But I tend to think that in some of the other areas, they have the ability to really step up. And that's why I've gone with, with the, the Cavs over the Bulls. Um, but I guess we could, we could have this conversation until the cows come home and, and uh, I don't see any cows outside. I do want to say, <laughs> though, that in terms of the other teams, right, like the Bucks, the Nets, Celtics, 76ers, Heat, of those that are the sort of favorites, who do you mm -hmm. think are the most likely to progress to like deep into the playoffs? Because my feeling is the Bucks tend to be a team that nobody's talking about for some odd reason. Um, and and I think that the 76ers might also have a chance because the Celtics, with the Emi Odoka situation, him obviously missing out the entire season, are mm. now back into a rookie head coach position. The players might have done it, but they're also missing Robert Williams because he had his, um, surgery on, on an injury. Do you think the Celtics should be counted as high as they are? Um, how do you view it? 
Look, Cyrus, uh, the, the, the Celtics have been there before, and, and let, let, let's face facts. Emil Doko was a big part of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think having come from the Greg Popovich School of Coaching and being a defensive-minded uh, coach, he really positioned them to go as deep as they went, you know, all the way to the finals. Uh, uh, I mean, missing uh, Robert Williams, did, didn't they miss him a lot last season as well? I mean, they, they did. They, they did they miss did him, right? Him. But they, they, they may do. But the, I think what's going to be a, the biggest challenge for them this season is coaching, Cyrus. Because, you know, you, you, you can be a, 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 as good a team as you want to be. But if you lose your head coach, who, granted, many people will say, but he was also a rookie coach, right? Yeah. But uh, still, uh, Cyrus, they... they, they, they they're also back to uh, uh, having an assistant coach become a coach. So from having a yeah. a, a rookie coach last season, they've got a rookie coach again, right? Yeah. Which which is, which is worrisome. But but somebody said somebody would tell you, look, they they did what they did with a rookie coach. Maybe they can do it again because he was working under Emil Doka, and they've added a Malcolm Brogdon and a Danilo Gallinari Ooh. to their arsenal. So maybe they should be able to perform because. Uh, besides uh, those two additions, their core remains the same, right? Marcus yeah, Smart, yeah. you know, he's still a problem. Uh, Jason Tatum, you know, he's still that all-star. And and let's not forget the wonderful Jalen Brown, who showed us that we were really underestimating him last season. And, I mean, mm-hmm. he to me, he was the heart and soul of that uh, Boston Celtics team. So in the finals, yes. In the finals, yes. Like he, he stepped up when he needed to step up, right, Cyrus? Yeah. And that's all we yeah. want from a player, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Cyrus. I'm not writing them off. I'm not. They've got their problems. It will take. It it does impact morale. But it, 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 if it, if they can just dig deep and say, look, we 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 were so good last season. Let's not let this. You know, I mean, it's a big problem, right? That the whole you yeah. know Udoko scandal. It's massive. But let's let's not let that derail us. Because what yeah. is it that we do for a living? We are basketball players. We show up, we win games, and and and, and we want to 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 lift that Larry O'Brien trophy, especially the new one, Cyrus. How beautiful is that trophy? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I guess all of the stuff you've mentioned. There's there's a, a really big pain points for me when it comes to Boston, and mm. losing Robert Williams is a big deal because he was important for them in large stretches of the season. In the playoffs, he did miss stuff, and and yes, he's had his injury issues, but you don't want to be in a position where you're making due because one of your your important players is out you want to be um able to count on all of the guys who are there i think the brogdon addition is a really really great one for the celtics because he gives them a lot of of experience he's able to you know pick up the slack when marcus smart isn't necessarily handling what he needs to handle and they could also Mm -hmm. play together at some point as well because he's he's pretty good defensively but he's also had his injury issues galinari is also out long term because of his knee injury that he picked up so can can i throw in a hail mary here cyrus go for it what if super al hofford reappears Yeah, look, he had his cape, he was flying around, doing all sorts of stuff. But I I guess this is the other thing, Kay, right? Like, I I don't want to be dismissing Al Horford, and I think we dismissed him way too early last season. Um, Mm. But Al Horford is about a million years old. Okay, I'm kidding. He's only... Cyrus, he's he's 36. 
He's 36. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's not the youngest the guy. Page. He's he's not he's, the youngest bull in the crowd, but you know, like uh, he, he, he still he played really well last season. Um, and and yes. the question marks will still be there. How how much can you count on a 36, 37 year old? LeBron is the exception to to this rule, but you don't want to be pushing your 36 or 37 year old the way they did with Al Horford last season. So with that's why I look at the Celtics and I think. I don't know if I'm going to count them as 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 the key favorites. Yes, they made the the NBA Finals uh, last season, but we've also seen the Miami Heat get to the finals in recent years. We've seen yep. uh, the Phoenix Suns get to the finals in, in recent years, and it doesn't always translate to back to back appearances there. Um, so that's why I'm. But Cyrus, okay, there are problems that have to come past. Don't you think? Um... What Al Horford was doing last season, and 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 and, and I gotta congratulate him. I mean, he really did impress me. Yeah, what he was doing is what a healthy Danilo Gallinari could do. Possibly. So though, I'm, I'm hoping although, I'm hoping Danilo stays healthy because Danilo is a decent shooter. He's out. And, he's 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 out. I mean, he's out for at least seven months or something like that, or like quite a number of months because of his quite a number. So, of, oh Lord. yeah. Uh, well. So, um, so that's, that changes that's why everything. I'm looking at this, yeah, that's why I'm looking at this. Thinking, but but look, know, Al Horford is not over the hill. Let, let, let's let, let's give him his chance to to prove himself that last season wasn't a um, wasn't a fluke. He's still got a lot of you know gas in that tank. Maybe Cyrus, you know, and he's an Africa game alum, I think. So that's not, no, 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 he he did. No, it's 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 rough. I mean, Gallinari tore an ACL, so yeah. you know his season's pretty much done. It's just that he might be able to come through for the postseason if need be. There's there's yeah. a lot of issues at the Celtics, but and, they will make the playoffs. I'm telling you now. If no, 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 if, if not, it's not, not to prove us that. all wrong, if it's not I'm to not prove us all that. wrong, it's just to be what they are. They'll make the playoffs. It's just them being one of the favorites is a thing that I'm not too sure about. Because a lot of these issues that they're having to face might be pretty detrimental to team chemistry, ability on, on, on how far they go. And, and a team, like I said, you know, w nobody's really talking about the 76ers much. And they've actually gotten a little better than, than they were last season. And we should see a fitter uh, James Harden as well. So I, I put be... them uh, I put them ahead of the Boston Celtics. Mm, mm. And yep. I, I think so too. I think so too. Um, but I also think that the, the Bucks are a team that we have to have to. This is like Yana's revenge season. Uh, we have to count on, on, on them and see what's happening. And and I think the addition of Joe Ingles Cyrus, to the Bucks team is really important. Before I even got to Joe Ingles in my thought process, I thought to myself, Cyrus. A healthy Yanis, mm -hmm. a healthy Chris Middleton, yep. and a healthy Drew Holiday. That is a problem in itself. You know, we, yeah. we, before we go any further, just those three guys, you know, being 100% healthy and, and starting the season. Be, before we start, you know, looking at all the other pieces around them. I mean, I mean, mm. Cyrus, now you, you talk about them adding a killer shooter in jingling Joe Ingles. That, that is just, yep. whoa. Uh, what's going on here? Let's not forget that they've still got like a George Hill, who I, I, I think comes he was, great he off was the bench. Not great last season, but he, he, he he's going to be good this season. I, I've seen him perform. Yeah, 
Look, there's I, a I'm reason not, why this I'm guy is sure still in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I Bobby guess. Portis, I, I Bobby Portis is going to be a problem again. Brooke Lopez has got a backup big man in Serge Ibaka. Cyrus, the Bucks, uh, they they might just see that squad. those finals again. They, Pat Connaughton is back. Wesley Matthews, that. Cyrus, mm-hmm. this, this team could be back in the finals again if they if they if they if they Definitely. play well. Definitely, if if Giannis is playing at the level that we expect him to, and and he's not having to carry everybody like Chris Middleton shows up and he's 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 fit mm-hmm. and and rearing to go, then I think so. I'd be keen to see more from Jordan Nora, who was very quiet last season. They 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 held him back a little bit, and I think Nora has mm-hmm. the potential to be a really important three and D player for this Bucks team, and he could be a secret weapon for them because when we look at the likes of Wesley Matthews, he's thirty five. He's not really. Mm-hmm able to keep up with everybody. George Hill's 36, great experience. Joe Ingles, 34. But these guys are pushing, pushing the, you know, that age limit. So I look at it and I say, okay, where can the Bucks really turn to? And and they're just a couple of veterans away from potentially being super uh, talented again. But they have Giannis. And when you have Giannis, you, you're not going to count out anybody. Um, so one thing that I'd like to do, Kay, um, uh-huh. before we take a break here, is just to ask you a question about the Heat. Do you think the Heat are a team that we're also yet again forgetting, you know, like like forgot about Dre? We're not paying enough attention to them? <laughs> Look, I am paying attention to them. It's just that I, I have a concern in their backcourt. I mean, when you look at their front court, they've still got Bam Bam at a bar. You know, we we love Bam. Uh, Jimmy Butler will always be Jimmy Butler. Uh, Udonis Haslam, Cyrus, this is the luckiest man in NBA history. He, he's still there. Uh, but if you look at Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry is not as young as he used to be, and I don't think he's as efficient as he used to be. Tyler Hero, I didn't really get the feeling that he was as good as he thinks he is last season. Yeah. But they've got uh, a Victor Oladipo coming back, trying to prove that, you know, don't forget about him. Like you said, maybe they forgot about Vic, like they forgot Mm -hmm. about Dre, right? Because he has been known to, um, uh, you know, perform, especially as a two guy. Duncan Robinson still growing. I'm still confident that Duncan Robinson can um, show us some stuff. Uh, let's not forget uh, Max Struess, one of your favorites. Also a, yes. a great, you know, combo guard there. And uh, oh, Gabe Vincent, sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. But like Cyrus, do with me, my biggest worry with uh, Miami Heat this season is that depth. I don't think they have a, a good depth, but they if you put a, their starting five on the floor, you'd be quite impressed. And I think... I, 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 then I, I don't see them uh, seeing the finals in a long time, uh, unless uh, Pat Riley has got some uh, surprises that we don't know about. But mm-hmm. uh, I still think that they're going to make the playoffs because they, they they are, to me now, they've become, but they've always been that. They're a hardworking team, right? They, they get, yeah. uh, they're not, they get down and dirty and they, 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 they grind it out. They, they are, to me, and this is a long shot because, you know, I'm always taking... They are to me what the Memphis Grizzlies are to the West. They are to the East, right? Okay. Okay. I mean, I can sort of see what you're saying here. Though, 
in a way, do you, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because they're, they're, they seem to be a ragtag bunch of, of scrappers. And then you're like, okay, is this really the person who's going to take us to the next level? Um, but, but I think that the thing about the Heat is we always count them out because we're not seeing a superstar talent in, in that team, apart from, let's say, Jimmy Butler, who by his mm. own admission doesn't say he's a superstar. Right. So, yep. Um, I'd look but I've given him, I've given him superstar status. Uh, yeah, uh, he's, and, he, he's he's proven it in the last two seasons. Him and, and Jason Tatum are superstars now. I, I gotta, you know. And, and Cyrus, let's not forget that they've got a championship coach in Eric Spolstra. So no, you know, the, the, the coaching plays a, a big part there as well. So look, I, I, I'm not counting them out, and uh, I, I, I think I've got them in the playoffs. I, I don't know how deep they're gonna go, but I've got them in the playoffs. Yeah, I just I, think I mean, with the changes the that have happened, with the changes that happened, I, I don't think they can go all the way, you know, to the finals. I mean, but this is more or less almost the same team that took the Lakers to the finals in um, in the bubble, right? Yeah, that face that face that Lakers team. G- yeah. g- give or give or take a few players here and there, but but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I think that's always it with with this Heat team is that you expect so much and and you know the likes of Kyle Lowry he wasn't at his best last season. There were so many other injury concerns with him, and they've put some pressure on him to be better than he was. Um, it's just that you look around and you think, so who else is going to step up? And I just don't know if I see it coming from anybody. How Duncan Robinson was used last season, it, it just it was all weird. So hopefully they can start to to pull something together and 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 really not just rely so much on being excellently coached and them being like a hardworking team that they've got the talent to to take a next jump. Because put they, your they money on Vic, Sarah. Put your money on Vic. I, He's got a point to prove. He's got a huge chip on his shoulder. I'm telling you this. Yeah, that he does. I've been seeing. I've been seeing the off-season fa- videos. But he's not facing. He's not. He's, he's not looking at an opponent here. His biggest opponent is his body, and if his body mm. is 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 the, the the person that he's fighting, well, you don't want to lose that fight. And I think that's where I'm. I'm a little hesitant to be like, yeah, Victor Oladipo. We'll see the best of him because we just don't know. Um, but Counter, let's take a break, a very very short break, uh, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the teams in the play-in places and then the lottery. Okay, we are back at it. Um, Calendar, it's time to talk about the teams in the play-in places. And um, this is going to be interesting. So who's in? who do you have in the play-in places? Who are your four teams? So I got the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. I got the Atlanta Hawks, the Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers, and the Charlotte Hornets. That is really interesting. That is really, really interesting. So my picks were the same with the Raptors. I think the Raptors will be there. I also said mm-hmm. the Atlanta Hawks will be there. But then I've got the Knicks and the Bulls in, in, that, in that order. Um, obviously, we've spoken about the, 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 the Cavs and the Bulls, so we, uh, so we don't need to, to cover that ground again. It's interesting because we look at like teams like the Raptors and the Hawks, and I feel like these guys could and possibly should be in the play-off places as opposed to the play-in places. But, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the teams that we've spoken about, I mean, who the heck do, do the Raptors displace that are in the, the teams that we've spoken of already? Um, or, or even the, the Hawks, who should be better this season after having added DeJounte Murray. I think Murray and, and, um, and, and Shea, uh, not Shea, goodness, um, 
I'm I'm drawing a blank here um, on on the Hawks, but when, uh, when you look at that, Trey uh, Young, how would you talk yeah, about Trae the Hawks Young. without talking about Trey Young? I, sh- I say Shea when I meant Trey, but okay. the thing about the Hawks is you look at them and you think Dejounte Murray and Trey Young could be the backcourt that they've needed. Somebody mm-hmm. can actually bring some real defense um, to to also offset some of the scoring. And to also bring some scoring as well, um, I think it's it's that's an underrated signing for me in in, an, in a Hawks team that could be quite quite good if things go their way. So wh- why have you put them in the play-in places? Is it just you don't see them being better than the other teams, or do you think? Yeah, I just don't see them being. But I don't see them being better than the other team, Cyrus. I mean, I, I, I you know, I got a soft spot for the ATL. You know, it's one of mm-hmm. the teams I've always supported for a long time. Since you, you, yeah. you know, our Hoffids and Paul Millsaps were there, you know. Uh, but still, I, I, I think they've always struggled uh, with properly utilizing uh, their big men. Like, uh, you know, much mm. love to Clint Capella. You know, he's one of our own, uh, John Collins. Uh, and I hope John Collins stays healthy because, you know, that, that, yeah. that's an integral piece. He's young. You know, he, he, he's got a great skill set. Clint Capella mm. as well. I mean, he's never really had, uh, you know, uh, like uh, health issues, you know, injury issues. But still, I mean, it, it's like all eyes on Trey. That's what it's been for a yeah. number of seasons, if, exactly. if you actually think about it. It's been all eyes on Trey. But maybe, like you said, bringing in DeJounte Murray – it will change things a little bit and give them more firepower in the backcourt. And, mm. you know, uh, I, I, I don't see them uh, in the playoff, you know, guaranteed playoff space, but I, I put them in the playing space because they also s- tend to shrink in, in the mm. postseason. You know, that I mean, I know that I know that I mean, I, I say they tend to shrink, but. I've also recently They've seen them take the Eastern Milwaukee Conference Bucks. Finals. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've I've seen them go with the Eastern Conference I mean, to the Eastern Conference Finals with the Milwaukee Bucks. But I expected them to take advantage of Yanis's injury during that series, and they didn't. Mm. And so, to me, to, to me, that was shrink shrinking, if you will. But look, Cyrus, last season, new seeing what it new was. Seat, yeah, last season was what it was, and and, and look, maybe with with with, with a, a bit of firepower added to the backcourt, uh, it, it'll be something different. I, I think so. And what I like about the Hawks, though, is that like it, it was tough for me because the Hawks and the Raptors have a lot of talent. They've also got a, uh, some mm-hmm. youngsters in their in their their group who could really come on and and do some things. Like at the Hawks, you've got Onyeka Okongu, who is a really, really great forward slash center. And he he showed that when he needed to cover when John Collins was out or when Clint Capella was out, that he could really step Mm -hmm. up and do a job. And and that's really important for for this Atlanta team. I think the other thing is that they they also need to figure out how DeJounte and, and Trey will work together. Because Murray was very ball dominant at the Spurs. He had the ball in his hands the majority of the mm-hmm. time. So how does he play off ball? And Trey Young is exactly that. He doesn't necessarily play a lot of off ball basketball. So you've got these two guys trying well, to figure out exactly who's going to have the ball in, in their hands um, and at what stages of the game. I think at, at that size with Trey Young, he has to play on the ball a lot because obviously, you know, his size makes him a defensive liability one. And 
he he can pull, he can easily fall victims to the easiest of NBA level pick and rolls. So <laughs> you know, I, I I think that they're gonna let Trey uh, be the the more dominant one, and Dejounte uh, will have to do most of the moving and receiving the ball uh, with more assists from Trey Young. I think. Well, I guess that will be that will be the way to go about it, right? Because Trey, mm-hmm. yeah, he he is ball dominant. Him playing off ball, we haven't really seen it yet. And and to tell the truth, him as an off ball threat would be a really really interesting position here because he could play. I mean, like when you look at the Warriors, um, they utilize Steph a lot off ball. He comes up with it. He he brings the rock up court, and then he can start running around to to free himself up to to create some space to get his shots off. And if they can utilize a similar thing for Trey Young, that could open up an entirely different avenue that the Hawks haven't had before. And especially with somebody like Dejounte Murray, who is an excellent ball handler, good passer, great defender, he's able to do so much. So I think it gives them versatility that they didn't have before. Um, and then you're looking at the fact that you've still got Bogdan Bogdanovich as part of this team. Um, mm-hmm. It's just the, the other scoring, and that's really been the main factor here. Do they have enough scoring from any of the other players? And I just don't see it um, because if Trey is not hitting shots and then Dejounte is not hitting shots, who are you asking to hit those shots? DeAndre Hunter, Bogdanovich, um, is it John Collins that you're suddenly hoping to to see some stuff from? Aaron Holiday, it's just maybe Aaron, just maybe Justin, maybe Justin, Justin Holiday, Holiday can. Learn from his elder brother. I, I don't know. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen it at all. You know, so it's one of those where we're hoping to see people do things they haven't seen yet, and and that's why I guess we're both looking at them as being play-in teams. Now the Raptors—they're yeah. the other team. I feel who, you know, have we been unkind to them by saying they won't make it? Because I, I I look no, at that Raptors so- team and they've got talent everywhere. Cyrus, ever since they they dismantled the uh, the championship team. Um, they, 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 they've just, you know, they, they've just been struggling. I mean, first of all, who's their, who's their leader? Is it Pascal? Is, is it our man, Fred Van Fleet? You know, every I, I team needs a leader, right? I think it's a combination. I think Freddie might be one of those guys. Cyrus, even in democracies, there's one president. So they, they, you can have this leader. Even, even mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors, Steph is the leader. Finish, you know. Draymond's just a mouthpiece. Now he's just a heart and soul. He's the guy that gets them all hyped up. We're gonna go yeah. out there and vanquish, you know. But 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 I'm saying, I think to me that that's been that's been a big issue because obviously they lost their old leader in Demar Derozan, who was replaced with Kawhi. Then Kawhi was the leader for a season, and they won a championship. Then he left. Then now. Is it Fred Van Fleet? But, Is it Pascal but, but who's been it? struggling uh, recently? That, that leader was Kyle Lowry, and Lowry was there. And then Kyle Lowry team. left as well. So, yeah. so I mean, at one point, Kyle was was the leader, right? And and then yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's just and, and then you look at the pieces. I mean, they've got some great pieces, Cyrus. And let, let, let's not you know overlook Fred. Is still a great guard, right? They, they yeah. added Otto Porter Jr., who did great stuff uh, at the Golden mm-hmm. State Warriors, right? Uh, yep. Chris Boucher shows up when he needs to. Gary Trent, the same. They've got Pascal Siakam, one of our own Basketball Without Borders Africa alum. Great player as well. Let's not forget OG yeah. Ananobi. Cyrus, they've got some great players, but I, I just don't see them, uh, you know, really doing better than some of the, the first five teams that were the first six teams we put up, yeah? 
I mean, the rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, could take another leap. And and he's looked like the kind of kid who could do something really special. But I, I tend to agree with you. Um, and, you know, I like Scotty Barnes I like as, as, a, as a rookie of their team, they've got Ron Harper Jr. You know, he could maybe, you know, uh, obviously I'm just being facetious here. Um, <laughs> I, I think that the thing with the Raptors is they've signed a lot of size over the years. And that size mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily equate to good shooting, uh, but it does give them some defensive versatility and the, and the ability to stop teams and then also to to impose themselves on, on smaller teams. But when mm-hmm. you've had injury issues to the likes of Fred Van Fleet or Gary Trent Jr., and scoring them becomes a problem. And Pascal has really been quite good over the last few seasons. You just don't know where else the points are going to come from. And so I'm I'm in total agreement with you. And from that leadership perspective, maybe it also has to do with, you know, who's the actual superstar in this team? Um, because you've got a superstar level, uh, unearthed talent in Scotty Barnes, who we don't know what he's going to be as a 22-year-old. But mm-hmm. they don't have that anybody else who you can say, okay, fine, these are the guys who will be there. So I, I, I love the Raptors. Well, I, I Fred, don't Fred, know. Fred and Pascal are almost superstars, if you will. I think with all due respect, stars, I with don't know how close they are to superstars. Pascal has had some great, great seasons, definitely. Yeah. Fred, he was heading there. I mean, both of them were heading to superstardom and for some reason they've detoured. I, I don't understand why. Uh, maybe it's just the pressures, you know, that come with being in that position in the team. But, like, Pascal was so great. I mean, he got to that hoop mm. so easily. I, I I, I started seeing a lot of similarities within with him and, and Yanis when Yanis, you know, primarily played in the paint and, you know, Euro stepped mm. to the hoop. And then all of a sudden, it's like Pascal has just been struggling. Like, like finishing yeah. for him has been a, such a struggle, Cyrus. Like, just finishing. He can have the intent to go to that hoop, but just, you know, and, and finishing has been a problem. And, 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 problem and, and with... You, you need people who can just finish. It's that it's not even just a question. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's you, why. if you look at uh, Fred Van Fleet, I mean, he's only 28 years old, Cyrus. Uh, but... Still, he, I think he's got many good seasons ahead of him. And, and, and I think he finds himself uh, with the players that he was comfortable with at the Raptors. They've all been traded away. Some wound up in Portland, others in Miami. And, you know, mm. it's, what do you do? Now he, he he's playing with a whole new uh, bunch of faces as well as some youngsters as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I suppose that will add to your struggles, right? Exactly. And, and this is the other thing is that they've got like a 25-year-old OG Anunobi who everybody ha- rates really highly, but he's not a superstar talent. He's, he's not even really quite a star talent yet. I think he's one of the better players in the NBA. Um, Look, he's really a great role, role player, player, Cyrus. I'll give him that much. Yeah. He's a but, great but role player. The, but this is the thing. They need more than role players in order to get into the playoffs and then to get and have deep runs. And I just don't know if if they've got that in this lineup. And I think that's why we both looked at them and said, yes, play in, definitely. Playoffs, we're not so sure. But I think we, we've, we've left the potential biggest discussion piece around the play in, playoff space out here. And that's got to do with the um, Charlotte Hornets, who you picked um, to be in mm-hmm. the mix. Um, mm-hmm. And I've said the Knicks. Um, are the Hornets that much better than the Knicks? What made you pick them? Is it uh, Lamelo? 
Yes, him. I, I like his sneakers, but not just Lamelo Cyrus. <laughs> Come on now. Stop being a hater. <laughs> it's not a hater. You know, I'm just asking. It's a real, real talk here. Who in this no, moment's look, team is going to keep them at the level they need to be at in order to, to win consistently? Especially now that you've got um, people in this particular team who will probably never play NBA basketball again. Um like whom? Well, I didn't want to be utilizing the guy's name because, you know, frankly, it was off the court stuff and, um, and it was. Oh, intense. oh, okay. Uh, let, let's keep know. it moving. Let's keep it yeah. moving. Uh, but but you understand it, what I'm talking about? Yes, they, they do have a major issue uh, with, with important players not necessarily being available. Look, uh, if I look at the experience of Terry Rozier, right? Let, let's not forget yeah. that he, he, he's got some good experience. Terry Rozier has been yeah. in, 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 in the league for a while. I mean, seven years in the NBA, 28 years old. He's a, he's a, he's a great guard. And I think he has been a, a great uh, big brother to one Lamelo Ball. And... Um, Oh, and by the way, Leangelo Ball might be playing for them on a part-time basis. So, yeah, they're going to have yeah. two Ball brothers. Yeah. Uh, we need great, Gordon Hayward. Great, great I, I think for the socials. Great for the socials. I, I think Gordon Hayward, healthy. He, he, I mean, I know he's seen better days. He's seen better yeah. days, but I still believe he, he still has that talent. Killing Uber Jr. Cyrus, that, that, that's a great, great, great addition. And then they took on Dennis Smith Jr., Who's also struggled a couple of for a couple yeah. of seasons, but I think he can be a great addition as a guard, especially to take some minutes away from from Lamelo. But, but and, he, he hasn't really showed much. Like over the years, we saw him in New York do some stuff, and he wasn't really all mm -hmm. that great when he went to the likes of like um, Portland. So mm -hmm. I, I hear you. I mean, Gordon Hayward, he's also showed to be as as reliable as as the South African Postal Service. Like you know, it's wow. You just yeah, I know, that bad. I think the thing here is that, it, and I'm talking specifically of health, not necessarily of skill mm -hmm. set. I think Haywood has mm -hmm. got the ability to beat a lot of teams, but his health yep. has just deserted him. And so I, I, that's why I feel like I'm looking at this Hornets team and I just haven't seen much progress from when they played poorly last season to, to this season. Now, have I seen that from New York? Not specifically, but at least we can look at them and say they've made some big additions. Uh, Cyrus, please make your argument for the New York Knicks because okay. So as the as the, as the as the as the big brothers in New York, they have really been playing small, and I don't yeah, mean yeah. that from a size perspective. For years, <laughs> for years. So here's the argument for the Knicks, right? And and this yes. is why I'm looking at them, thinking, okay, they could be better than last season. So they finished six places or six games out of the play-in spots, right? But mm -hmm. I think at some point they just gave up because they knew things weren't going their way. They've added Jalen Jalen Brunson, who was really, really good at the Dallas Mavericks, also showed towards the end of his tenure there that he can actually do more than just be a guy who passes to Luka Doncic. Um, mm -hmm. And I think his addition actually frees up the likes of RJ Barrett to try and be a lot more assertive on the offensive end as well. And he's not necessarily having to, to run things in the team. You then look at Julius Randle, who was given a heck of a lot of, of impetus from a scoring perspective because of how well he'd done the season before last. 
he can now play his more natural game in a pick and roll situation with an actual point guard who can find him in spots that really work for him. Derrick Rose is still there as a good vet coming off the bench who should be able to give them at least some go forward ball. Mitchell Robinson should be a bit better as, you know, he's 24, turning 25. Um, it's just they're not great. Even Cam Reddish is part of this team and you should see more of him. Obi Toppin, you should see more of him. Emmanuel Quickly, you should see more of him. I look at these guys and I compare them to the the, the, the Charlotte Hornets and I don't see mm-hmm. that much of a difference from a roster perspective. The only difference being the star players. Is LaMelo better than, than Jalen Brunson? Skill-wise, probably. He's definitely better than Jalen Brunson. Um, on a skill perspective, but consistency. Yeah. And this is the difference, is that Jalen Brunson has been consistent with his play. He's he's actually taken teams into the playoffs and deep into the playoffs. LaMelo Ball has not done that. He's great for highlight reels and, and selling sneakers, but he's not necessarily the guy who's managed to bring this team anywhere outside of potentially being good. He, he's a, he's a he's a young leader, Cyrus. Give him some time to grow, and and I think this is one of the seasons where the young leader. I mean, Cyrus, imagine being made a a leader of a franchise as a rookie. It it, it takes its toll, and I'm not making excuses for. for I believe for, this for, is what you're doing for 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 Lamelo here, but um, he's he's a youngster, and and he's still got time. I mean, what it, it, what's this going to be his third season? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at him, and this is his third season in the league. Yeah. So, so he's, he's I, 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 I think he's got he's got a lot to prove, and 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 I think his 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 leadership qualities are now going to be more evolved. I think uh, I'm sure he has talks with the great MJ and gets a lot of feedback from him and pointers. So I I, I see it. Uh, going well, but Cyrus, you are New York Knicks, and I'm calling them yours, obviously for the Again, sake of this discussion. As, as describing they've, all of these guys to me, they've they've always struggled, and and like I've always told you, Cyrus, they they just need to sell this franchise, and maybe new ownership <laughs> will, will bless them. Because I, I had so much hope in the likes of Obi Toppin, but he's just a good, you know, dunker. Yeah. <sighs> Derrick Rose has seen better days, but if you're telling me Julius yeah. Randle can go back to the Julius Randle who came from the Lakers with a chip on his shoulder and showed us that he could play well, he plays well with with, with, with an assisting guard, right? If you if you pick him, uh, if you pair him up with a guard who assists well, he plays well. Yeah. But and that's what they're giving him. I, 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 and, and 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 I hope it's going to work with Brunson because it didn't work with Kemba and it didn't work with Derrick Rose. So, no, he he wasn't worse, Cyrus. I I think Kemba has just gone through some bad years, and and like the NBA is going back to a big man's game, and Kemba's size always has betrayed him. If you if you want to be honest, so I I, I, so, I hope so that Jalen Brunson he's, he's washed. He, he's not washed. He just doesn't have a use. <laughs> no, because he's that not sounds washed. Like the same to me. No, he's not worse. A worst player is one who can't perform as good as he used to. But Kemba performs. Check the stats, Cyrus. I'm not just hyping up Kemba for the sake, mm-hmm. but check his okay. stats. You will be surprised. I, uh, I'm but pretty sure I look, won't be surprised, but okay. If a Julius Randle can perform the way he performed the, uh, from the time, uh, you know, immediately after he left uh, uh, LA, 
I, I think mm-hmm. maybe I, I, I give your New York Knicks a better chance than the, 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 the Charlotte Hornets. But at the moment, I think I'll even give them a 50-50% chance. And I chose the Charlotte Hornets because I think I'm just partial to the Hornets. I'm just looking at this Hornets team and I just don't see it. I just don't see where they're going to get the position, the the performances that they need in order to to be better than a team like like the Knicks. And I think I think this Brunson deal really as much as as I think they overpaid for him, I think Jalen Brunson's going to be a massively valuable um part of of the, that Knicks team and I I see them in the play in places. Um I just don't see the Hornets being able to do that. Um but let's 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 finish things up though, okay? Because we've still got a couple of teams to go through here, and these are the lottery teams. Now, mm-hmm. um, I've said the Hornets, I've said the Magic, I've said the Wizards, Pacers, and Pistons. Um, obviously, we've had our discussions around the Hornets. You think the Knicks will probably be that team there? But what do you think about the Magic, Wizards, Pacers, and Pistons? Do you agree that they're the lottery teams? Yeah, definitely, Cyrus. I mean, we, we're not expecting. Uh, miracles from the Washington Wizards. All we're expecting is that beautiful throw, uh, you know, uh, classic jersey that they're bringing back. I think that's the best thing we're going to see from Washington this season. <laughs> I, I, I've actually I've actually got the OG one, which I'm going to pull out on, on Jersey Day. Uh, Orlando, that's that's the country, that's the team of trees, Cyrus. We, we're going to see a lot of dunking and blocking, I think, in Orlando. But other than that, mm-hmm. Indiana... Uh, Cyrus, Indiana has seen better days. I mean, no, ever since the, definitely the true. Well, ever I mean, they had poor, a healthy poor George and uh, Roy Hibbert, as well as uh, uh, who's that troublesome guy? I've forgotten his name now. The one that was blowing in LeBron's ear, Lance Stevenson. <laughs> yes, you remember when <laughs> they had th- those guys? Like, you know, that was a whole. Sh- they've had a lot of troublesome people over the years. <laughs> yeah. So, Cyrus, I, I think Orlando, uh, Washington, even the Detroit Pistons, um, um, Indiana, uh, Detroit Pistons, I expect those guys to be lottery teams. If if they make it even into the playing spaces, I'll be very impressed. But, like, if you just look at the team compositions, you, you just know that, look, they're yeah. close to good but far from great. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on all of those statements. I think the key thing for me, though, is they'll also be fun to watch, especially the young teams. Oh, yeah, Detroit, definitely. Detroit with Cade Cunningham. I think they could mm-hmm. actually do some stuff um, and maybe even make a play in space. I'm all eyes on on Orlando for me and uh, and and Paolo Banquero because I've picked him already as potentially the rookie of the year if he rookie stays healthy. Year, yeah. I think he's going to be that guy. He looked incredible in Summer League. And um, I think Bankero could be somebody we're all going to be watching a heck of a lot of. Uh, but there's a lot of, of, of people in that Orlando Magic team who could step up. And so when you look at it, and then you're looking at the teams above them, you start thinking, okay, Orlando might be better than Washington. And Washington have experienced players on that team. Um, and and maybe they could surprise us, but I don't know about the the Wizards are just so bad. You know, you're better to count on Harry Potter than you are on the Washington Wizards. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's Cyrus Rogers. Cyrus crazy. But 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 look, let's not forget that Bradley Bill right is one of the best guards. We still still one of the best guards in the in in, in the league. Uh, our own Rui Hachimura, great mm. player. I mean, Kyle Kuzma. 
he's not the greatest, but he's very good. He's good. I'll give him a very good. good, but not a not a great. So, you know, they've got some talent that you want to watch on on, on that floor. Even I don't know what version. Yeah, I was about to say I don't know what version of Kristaps Porzingis we're we're gonna see this season, but let's hope uh, the unicorn returns. One forgets that he was once at the New York Knicks. Yep, amongst I mean he's he's weirdly at twenty seven. He's had a lot of stops around the NBA, but I think the thing about this this team, this Washington team, is that they have a lot of of good veteran players, and so they should be better than we're giving them credit for. I mean, you mentioned Beal, you no. mentioned Porzingis, you mentioned Hachimura, but they've also got Will Barton, they've got uh, Monte Morris. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, DeLon Wright, these guys are actually good professionals. And when you look at it, then they've always just played bad basketball. Will they be better mm-hmm. than the Raptors, Hawks, Knicks, Bulls, Hornets? No. Um, but I think that's why we've got them in the lottery spaces. So I'm, I'm looking at these lottery teams as being um, teams that we should keep an eye on for fun games, like the Magic and the Pistons could actually put some, some that, really fun that- games out there. The Magic are, are going to be great to watch, uh, Cyrus. Be, mm. Believe me. They, I mean, I know we put them in the lottery, but they, they, I, I mean, uh, a, a big more Bamba. I want to see what's going to happen. I mean, Ball Ball there, Gary Harris, although we've seen better versions of Gary Harris. Yeah. Uh, Markel Fultz. Who's starting the season injured? Um, nobody, nobody knows what's going to happen there. Yeah, uh, but Anthony, one of my favorites, Suggs. Cole Anthony. Uh, uh, Cole Anthony and Suggs. Yeah, you know, I got time to watch those two youngsters play. So, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's going to be great watching. I mean, the the Magic are one of those teams that you know are not going to get far, but they're going to be great to watch. And your boy Paolo uh, Banquero, I, I I really yeah. want to see uh, how he's going to come out and 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 what kind yeah, of uh, you know role he's going to play this season. No, we always forget. We always forget Jonathan Isaac. That's because he's easily forgettable. Moving oh, yeah. right along. And, and he hasn't played for ages, <laughs> and he's also on another tip, him and Kyrie Irving. But Bancaro at 6'10", he, he could be an unbelievable force for this Magic team. And the Detroit Pistons, like, I, like I, I've said before, you know, I look at that Detroit team, and I think Kate Cunningham is a good player. And this Pistons team could be onto something, having drafted Jaden Ivey, uh, Jalen Duran. Um, they're, they're good youngsters and good rookies to have in this team, but you've also got the likes of of, um, of Marvin Bagley, who's looking to do something a little bit more than he was given credit for it in Sacramento. They even signed Boyan Bogdanovich from from the Utah Jazz, so they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to not be as bad as they were before. Um, and I think that they've got the capacity to take a step up, but I don't think that step up will be out of the play, out of the lottery places. No, Cyrus. First of all, you know, one of the guys that I believed in when he came into the league, Kevin Knox, they got from New York, mm. as well as Nalens Noel. Mm. Uh, th- those guys, and they, they, they wound up with Kemba. He's not washed, Cyrus. Yeah, uh, he's washed. But, but Cyrus, yeah, I mean, look, it, they'll be great to watch. I mean, as long as Isaiah Stewart stops fighting, you know. Uh, he's, ready. The, the, he's ready. He's <laughs> ready. <Mavie, laughs> they're ready. You want to throw down, they'll represent. So, yeah. Yeah. 
so not expecting much but cyrus like you said the same with with uh orlando uh detroit will be a great team to watch like you know yeah. you want to see a few highlight moves you you know you you, you want to see something you, you you can talk about and say okay that, that player is not a star yet but did, did you see what he did you know did you see mm -hmm. that move that 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 cade cunningham the pool because I, I i think cade look if he wants to do anything he needs to get out of detroit but uh i think he, he I he's think a great piece something. that they have there i think they're building, building something and 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 the the addition of Jaden ivy i think is a really important one and some of their rookies they're, they're definitely building something for the future here that's why they've got the likes of marvin bagley to say let's rehab your career let's see what we can mm. do with you here in detroit you're not a forgotten character that's why they've even kept um kemba walker there because like look your experience will help some of these youngsters and i mean like, oh yeah kemba grooming the likes of of Jaden Ivey and I mean that from a basketball perspective will be a really important thing because Ivey he's got that speed he's got that quickness the kind of game that Kemba used to have you know so mm -hmm. I, I think that when you look at it Ivey is a, a six four guard Kemba just about broke the six foot uh in fact they, they live six foot but you know he looks five nine he really does but uh Kanda, you, we're gonna have to leave it there Right. You, I can see you're going to start hating on Kemba as much as I am, and I don't want you to be that guy. No, I just wanted to give uh, uh, a, a big shout out to a player we didn't mention because you know we love our African brothers, brothers mm. in Hamidou Jallo. <laughs> to say big shout yeah. out, and before we go, I, I, how did we forget the return of another Atetekupo to the league? Come on, let's let's shout out Costas for being. For making it onto the Bulls roster before we go, look, I'm laughing, but him. I'm happy. Good shout out to I, I, him. I'm, I mean, I'm laughing, you know, but I'm happy to see him back in the league. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 important to see these guys, and and Giannis has, you know, the fact that you have all of his brothers, or not all, but a lot of his brothers, you know, in the league says a lot about how talented this family is, and also how hard they mm -hmm. work. Um, so shout oh, yeah. out to them. Shout out to 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 Giannis. And we'll also give a big up to Rise, the movie which we loved. Um, Kanda, we've come to the end of the show, bud. Um, and uh, it's been it's been cool. So we know that next week we'll be looking at the Western Conference. We'll be talking about um, who we think will be in the playoff places, play in places, and in the lottery. Um, and we'll carry on this discussion. Um, Everybody, make sure you interact with us on our social media handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and at Post Up Zone on Facebook. Counter, thank you so much, man. It's always a pleasure, Cyrus. I will see you in seven. Yes, definitely. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you all courtside. <laughs>